Alright, welcome everybody to today's episode on our first season on Love Culture. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this wonderful podcast on Love Culture. I remain my humble self and I am Tom Inson. Today on the broadcast today, I would like to show us the truth of the meaning to love. So first off, let explain what love is not. Before we do that, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I would like to thank everybody for sharing this link and for sharing this voice note. Okay, so before I start, there is something I would like to say. I ask and I crave and I'm obliged to you that you should not take what I say. So what I'm saying is you can actually probe what I say. You can actually research on what I say. You can actually bring a superior argument to what I say. So I'm saying you should stretch your knowledge subject to the topic of conversation at every given time on love culture. This is a place where we teach the truth of love by igniting the mechanics of the mind and we do this in several and diverse ways. Follow me on this journey as we learn and yearn more to the truth of love every moment of our lives. Alright guys, um, let's, let's, let's have a conversation very briefly. So what, what is love? So we have to ask you or we have to say what love is not before we know what love is. Alright? We have to make to do compromise what the meaning of love explains first. But before then, we have to debunk every fact that the society has dawned on us on what love has been. So there is true love. And there is false love. So today we'll be expediting and expansiating the nitty-gritty of what false love is. So I am saying what is not love. What is not love. Alright, let's go. Number one, love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. Love is not a feeling. There is a feeling in love, but love is not a feeling. The absolutivity of the generality of the meaning to love does not give feeling a chance. The privilege that feelings has, or the privilege that feeling come into play in the role love itself dwells on does not make for good cognizance to say that there is a feeling and that feeling is love we can actually say that love can be a feeling but love is not a feeling all right there is a feeling that is love but it's not love that is a feeling so i am saying that love is the whole set but you can't say the subset of a feeling is love no love is not a feeling there is no attraction in love Love is not an attraction. There is no attraction in love. Attraction comes when there is a feeling or when there is something that don't bring things together like a fantasy, a dream, a wish, etc. But love doesn't necessarily bring attraction at any given point. So the standpoint of what the truth of love explains does not necessarily make me understand that there is a feeling given to love. I stand to say here that love is not a feeling. Alright? Very good. Number two, love is not an emotion. 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 Now, what are emotions? Emotions are energy on motion. Emotions are energy on what? On motion. So, love doesn't necessarily make me understand that there is an energy that is emotion. Do you understand? Love is far beyond that. Love does not make me understand or love does not preach truth that there is an energy on motion. 
do we understand all right so what what else can we say love is what else can we explain love is not love is not a feeling love is not an emotion number 3 love is not like you don't like something or you like something doesn't mean you love that thing you like something doesn't mean you love that thing you can't say you like something and you love that thing nah like is a facial expression but love is the deeper expression of it now let me give you an instant so when i say i am happy i am saying i am happy because of i choose to be happy that's the only way i can be happy money might necessarily make me happy because i choose to make money happy it's an instinct once i see 10 million dollars oh my god i am so happy that's the way like is all about that's that's the way like just explains some things here to us that's the way like just makes to cognizance what it's all about but when you say you have joy when you say you have joy the bible says i have joy like a river joy like a river songwriter said it sorry that i have joy like a river my soul so it explains in that real sense that there is actually a deeper meaning to how like and love is in reference to happiness and joy Do you understand? So I was explaining to some of my friends, my group of friends, some time past then, and we were making references to instances where there was an occurrence in your brain where you actually have to see a lot of things coupled with that, and um, all of a sudden you just have to just make cognizance of, oh, this is how this thing is, this is how this thing is not, and we refer to the fact that when we say love and like, they are two different and whole body of thing, but they are not of the same coin. They neither hand nor tail. or not of the same coin. And we're making references to how instances like you just comes up and all of a sudden we just had to just breach that fact that we need to make cognizance of what the meaning of what love is in respect to how we like something. And there was a quote given by all of us that we had to just sit down to dig about and all of that basically. And this was the quote. Somebody said, and I quote, "If you like a flower, you will pluck it. But if you love a flower, you would water it daily what of this means love is not like love is not like love is not like all right so let's take a recap of what we have said love is not a feeling love is not a feeling love is not a what a feeling number 2 love is not an energy on what on motion love is not an emotion number 3 love is not an attraction love is not an attraction number 4 love is not a like love is not a like love is not like now number 5 there is something that the society that society has come to just um breeze up in our minds and give us that um, that, that little butterfly at some point in time and just makes us understand that oh, okay so this is how this is basically about when you're crushing on somebody am i youth listening to me when you have a crush on somebody when you say first love at first sight that evil tell you point blank that once you attribute love to temporal things then you missed it whole time a recap once you attribute love to temporal things then you missed it big time love does not mean you crush on someone it only means you like something in that person Once love is subjected to a condition, then you do not love. The only condition that love should be subjected to is no condition, no condition. Do you get that? So I am saying I love you unconditionally means I love you without condition. 
that is the only condition that attributes to love. How beautiful that can be. Love is not lost, crushed. That's not love. That's not, that's not at all. Alright? It's not at all. So, what if love? Hmm. What if love? A lot of people are thinking in their head right now. So, what if love? What if love? What if love? What if love? And somebody tells me love is the feeling you feel when the feeling you're feeling is not the feeling you've ever felt before. What a punchline. Like when Nigerian brothers would tell me, what a bombshell. <laughs> really? That, that's, that um, train of thoughts is, is berserk. It, it explains how confused a train of thought is. And that influence that that thing came from should be banished sounds very skewed and archaic and mundane and unabashed to tell the truth even like cannot qualify for it and you're saying basically but we can we never can tell all right guys so let's let's let's, let's dig deep more on teammate let's dig deep on love culture first off what is love first off what is love what is love so i'll be reading a passage of the bible for us very quickly and i want every one of us to please follow me attentively um this this passage of the bible explains something very important before i actually go in depth on what i'm gonna say so god is telling me in my heart to actually tell you this passage of the bible first then we'll go deep into what we want to say all right okay so are we ready from 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 are you ready are you ready all right so let me give you a minute to turn your Bible with me to 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 this part of the Bible explains something very exquisite about love. I know everybody knows this verse of the Bible, but I need us to actually dig deep into it. And um, I know that from time we would get something very important from it. Then we'll move into another passage of the Bible. Then we go into the series of love very, very quickly. All right. Okay. So are we ready? First Corinthians chapter 13 verse 1 and I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Verse 1. Are we ready? Okay. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Hmm. Verse 2, if I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but I didn't love others, I would be nothing. Hmm. Verse 4, verse 4, love is patient number one love is patient i'm going to give you the characteristics of love before i give you the personality of love all right before we know god we need to know his characteristics do you understand so from his characteristics we get the person all right so let's track on the character with his friend before we get the person all right first off love is patient and kind love is patient 
and kind. We know what patient means. We know what kind means. Love is patient and kind. So what does that mean? If you want to love, then it explains that love itself is patient and kind. Follow me. Love is not jealous. Jealous is not love. So all of you who are in a relationship and you're looking for, oh, okay, so um, you have to be suspicious about where this man is. Okay, you have to know all movement, press the cell phone, looking for password, check his contact and messages on all social media platforms. All of a sudden you get on the hype because you are actually jealous of something he is doing and apparently it's just because of a misconception of what you don't know and apparently you don't ask questions. All of this attribute explains what jealousy is. That is not love. And jealousy breeds selfishness. Jealousy breeds discontentment. Jealousy breeds what Yoruba people say, Ulojikokoro. Greed. Alright? That's what jealousy breeds, basically. So love is not jealous. Love doesn't boast. And love is not proud. Pride goes before a fall. Love is not proud. Love is humble. Love is not rude. Are we looking at those things that love is not? Okay? Love does not demand. And love is not irritable. Okay? It keeps no record of wrongs. Love forgives. Alright? Love forgives. Okay? Okay, um, we'll go straight to verse verse 13, the last verse. Verse 13, the last verse. And this one kills everything. Three things will last forever. In the New Living Translation. Three things. Faith, hope, and love. But there is a colon. The greatest of this is love uh-huh. the greatest of this is love wow amazing okay all right so let, let's start what is love what is love and the bible told us in john that god is love all right so we know that God itself is love. The only definition to love is God. Then what does that mean? What I mean is everything that God made is love. Alright? So if I say God is love, okay? So everything love made, it's love. Alright? So let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Let's put love where there is God in the Bible. Let's see how that works perfectly. Genesis chapter 1, and I'll read from verse 1 from the New Living Translation. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay, let's read from King James so it's going to be clearer to us. King James. King James, yes. Yes, yes. Are we ready? All right. Genesis chapter 1, turn your Bible with me, and let's read together. Are you ready? Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's what I want to read. I'm done. God created the what? The heavens and the earth. Alright? So, God made heaven, and God made earth. Now, let's put love what God is. No one said the Bible said God is what? It's love. So, let's, let's put it. Are you ready? In the beginning, love created the heavens and the earth. Wow. Wow. Alright. Love created what? The heavens (laughs) and the earth. How amazing can that be that I live in what love created? Now, the punchline now gives this a bombshell. Verse 26. Verse 26. Halayaka. Are we ready? Alright. 
and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea over the fowl of the air over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created man in his image in the image of God he created he him male and female he created he them okay so I'm concerned with 26 and 27 all right okay a bit of 26 and the whole of 27 are we ready are we ready so let's let's go back let's put love because God is what is love are we ready and love said Allah let us make man in our one image boom after what our what our likeness and there is a power which is dominion 27 and love created man in its own image in the image of love created he male and female ah, number one love is a person <laughs> love is a person love is a person so I want you to look at yourself listening to this and I want to tell yourself that I am love I am love say it like you mean it say I am love say it like you mean it I am love I want you to say with all authority that you've got that I am love this is one of the things that love culture tries to expose to people because the first thing in life that you need to get is that you walk in the space of God and the only space of God is the evidence of love no love exists outside God true love is God alright so I am saying that the next person beside you you see love you don't see his weaknesses love said you do no wrong love doesn't be called wrong love always forgives so I am saying that I don't see the next person beside me I see love alright beautiful first you're jotting down if you're listening to me I want you to prophesy to yourself I want you to speak to yourself in the mirror and always have the mentality every day as you walk by that you are love so once you have that mentality once you begin to live that life then you just see yourself exhibiting good alright so first I want you to know that you are love alright okay let's go to um Another part of the Bible that would gonna make beautiful sense. John 3:16 is a popular verse of the scripture that everybody knows vividly, and um, I really don't know why I'm picking the Bible so that we can really understand how this works out for every one of us. Basically, John 3:16 is actually written in red in King James, so I'll start from. Um, I want to read using the um, the Message translation. I'm going to use the message translation. Are we ready? Alright. Okay. Uh, yeah. The message translation. Then I'll go to the King James back. Let's see what the message says to me. John 3.16. So take your time. Open your Bible. Because it's going to, be, it's going to go down. Love is something very beautiful. At some point, there are times when adjectives cannot qualify what love means to me, basically. Hmm. Alright, so, follow me. Ooh. I'll be there. <laughs> Alright, this is how much God loved the word. How much He gave His Son. 
his only and only son, his one and only son, I beg your pardon. That, and this is why, so that no one need to be destroyed by believing in him. Anyone can have a whole and lasting life. King James will be better for us because this sounds very, very, very scriptural. So I want you, I want us to bring it down to our level so that people don't get confused, all right? <laughs> don't mind me, basically. Okay, verse 16. Are we there? For God so loved the word, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now let's put love. For love so loved the word. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's, that's beautiful. For love so loved the word, that it is at the height. There is a measure, there is a dimension in which love loved the world that is more than a feeling. <coughs> Amazing. First, love is a person. We know that, right? Um, that he gave his only begotten son, that who believes in him. Number two, love is a choice. You have to believe that you are loved. Love is a choice. Love is a what? It's a choice. As a person, you choose to love. You have a choice in life to always love. Do you understand? So I am saying that love is a choice. You have the choice of love. So you have to choose to love. The Bible said I give to, to you life and death. Funny enough, you choose life, you've made a choice. You choose death, you've made a choice. You don't choose that all. You made a choice. That's how ironic how that is, or that seems to be, if I may add. That's that's beauty that's making. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. Number three, what is love? That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The way to life is love. How do I explain this? There is only one meaning to life. And that meaning to life is love. What of this encompass? As a person, you are loved. Your choices you make are out of love or should be out of love. And those ways you do these things is love. Alright? So I am saying vividly that love is a choice. Love is a person. Your way of life, your lifestyle. A lifestyle named love. Alright? So these are the truth to the meaning to what love entails or what love is all about. Okay? So, I'm going to do a quick recap on what we have said so far so we can make into prior understanding very well. Love is not a feeling. Love is not an emotion. Love is not an affection. Love is not lust. Love is not like. Love is not boastful. Love is not proud. Love does not envy. Alright? So, what is love? The characteristics of love is in 1 Corinthians 13. And we made sure we understood that paramountly. That we vehemently said what love encompasses about. 
all right so this is the characteristics of the personality of love love is patient love is kind love does not keep record of wrongdoings all right do you understand so i might do everything every work but if i do not have love then i am doing nothing do you understand so that's how important love is to every and each one of us in our day to day life all right so what is love love is a person god is love nothing more except that so everything god made was made out of love and the bible said you are god but they we are god so if you are god and god is love so what are you you are love firstly love is a person all right for god so loved the world that he gave himself so god loved the world love loved the world that he could give love the evidence of love is to give love all right that who believe number two you have the choice to choose what you believe which is love love is a choice i said earlier on happiness is a choice love is a choice all right love is a what love is a choice and number three love is a way the lifestyle your way of life or a way of life is love there is a way of life that is called love love is a way all right so all these are what we are going to explain in our first episode of our first season on love culture i hope you guys enjoyed today's teaching i hope you guys enjoyed everything that we spoke about today please do not forget to drop me your messages on my social media platform and i would respond to them every time do well to make me your comments and also your questions on all my social media platform follow me on instagram at compare tobinson c o m p e r e t o m i s i n on facebook at tommy.singzs t o m i . s i n g z s also follow me on twitter at t o m i s i n g z s please always please share this podcast to your friends family loved ones and always tell them to always learn how to love i say something to myself every day I cannot love only God helps me each day to love but with this knowledge that I have on the education of how he exposed me to himself to teach you people what love is then this is a first hand experience that I have an edge that is going to be an easy ride for me understanding love Bible said all things work together for those who love love and are called according to that purpose all right so i implore you my people love your neighbor and you always love yourself all right be good and leave my peace with you next on our episode we will talk on dimensions of love that the height of love that the breadth of love that the length of love and that the depth of love all right so always follow up and always always be on the lookout for our next episode we're going to be going down all right tell people about love today share to someone about love today and i hope that today's message was a blessing okay do well to always pray to god to always teach you how to love though thank you for joining us on love culture i'm your humble host and my name is tominson god bless you i love you guys i love you thank you very much
Alright, um, hi guys, good people, sons of men, um, you're welcome to um, another episode of our pre-launch season one, episode two of Love Culture, and I'm your humble host, my name is Tominson, okay, alright, for those who have been following up, it's been some while now, we've actually released something for you people to chew on all right but i know that we time would get back on track and i really promise that everything is going to work together for those who love god and accord according to his purpose that's really my point line has been basically so um you're welcome it's going to be a swell time in god's presence it's going to be a swell time listening to this beautiful beautiful rendition of love culture um thank you for for listening to the previous um, episode on love culture if you haven't i hope you are missing a whole lot all right for those who haven't i will backtrack your mind on what we have done all right um previously we had some some series of events about love we had to expedite on what love is and what love is not all right and i'll give you a synopsis about what love is and what love is not firstly we spoke about what love is not before we spoke about what love is all right okay so firstly about what love is not love is not a feeling there's a feeling that is love but love is not a feeling all right okay so there's a feeling that makes you feel love but the feeling is not love all right basically so i can feel love but it doesn't expedite on the absolutivity of what love explains okay love feelings of the subset of the fullness of love but we can say love is a feeling all right good then we spoke about love not being a lost all right some people lost after something thinking because they loved it you understand but Love is selfish, okay? Love, lost, is selfish. Love is selfless, alright? Okay, when you think of your self first, that's lost. But when you think of the other person first, that is love, alright? The Bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself, okay? There's no higher degree of the love you give to your neighbor compares them to yourself, alright? It's a very big controversial topic about love and that we need to expedite on later on in our episode and we will bring that into contention. And we spoke about love leads. We said we said love is a person. How is love a person? Everything that love entails is all about God. God is love. For God to be loved, then God made me him. God called me him. Alright. God called me him. Alright? And for, for God to call me him, it explains that I am him okay and he is me so i am i am god god is love i am love beautiful and god said let us make man in our own image and we substitute god because we know him as love and we put love and it was beautiful all right and we spoke about love being a choice we have to choose to love for god so loved the world and he gave himself now who believes in him so you need to also believe in him all right Eve came to Adam to ask for the fruit. Will you eat of it? And Adam chose the fruit. You understand? So what I'm saying is this. God has given man the freedom of choices. Alright? I give you life. I give you death. Choose. You choose death. You've made a choice. You choose life. You've made a choice. If you don't choose at all, you have made a choice. Alright? So that's just it basically. Alright? So that's what we discussed about um, love. And we really expedited more on what love is and all of that in our previous um episode and um it was very very beautiful amazing swell time with with love and all of that basically so all right um today i'll be talking about something very beautiful something very 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 amazing and um i really don't want to rush it but i'm going to take it step after step after step all right it's going to be very very beautiful i promise you very very beautiful okay still on love basically Alright, so we're talking something about love that is very, very, very amazing. And I really want you to open up your heart to love. I really want to open up your mind to love. Alright, and I know that God help us today. Love culture is going to make sure that everybody understand what love is basically. And I promise that it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful atmosphere of what love is basically. Do you understand? Alright. Okay, um, so if you're, if you're with your Bible, um, I want you to um, turn with me to Job 29. Job chapter 29, verse 
I'll read from verse um yeah, Job twenty-nine verse one. Yeah, let's start from there. Job twenty-nine verse one. Um yeah, Job twenty-nine verse one. I'll read from verse one to Okay. Okay, um let's start from let's start from verse I'll be reading from the New King James Version. And um we'll be reading Job twenty-nine from verse um Yeah, from verse 1 to verse 4. Yeah, verse 1 to verse 4. Then we'll talk about it and we'll explain more on that. Alright, so Job 29 verse 4. Verse 1 to 4, sorry. Job 29 verse 1 to 4. Turn your Bibles with me, love culture. Let's, 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 let's do that. So I'll give you time to do that. Alright, turn your Bibles, turn your Bibles. Turn your Bibles. Turn your Bible, turn your Bible. Are we there? Alright. Job 29 verse 4. Verse 1 to 4. Alright. Verse 1. King James Version. Moreover... Job continued his parable and said, verse 2, All that I were as in mon past as in the days when God preserved me. When his candle shined upon my head and when his light, I walked through darkness. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. Verse 4, When the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me. Verse 6. When I washed my steps with butter and the rock poured out rivers of oil. I also stop at verse 4, but I want to read further more so that we could explain what we could, we could get it from there. It's a very okay, okay, let's read from. Yeah, let's, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, I will tell you when we will stop. Okay, verse, 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 verse 7. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street. All right. Now this is this is something um, Job is telling us. Job is explaining the virtuous man. Job is explaining the virtuous man. All right. Now in love culture today, we'll be talking about VV, virtuous man, and the virtuous woman. The virtuous man and the virtuous woman. Are we there? Alright. Now, this is an example of the virtuous man in Job. Are we ready? Alright. Okay. Um, when I washed my step with butter and the rock poured me out rivers of oil. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street. The young men saw me and hid themselves. Now, a virtuous man explains an attitude explains a characteristics explains a thought pattern explains a life all right and the first thing that qualifies you being a virtuous man is love a book Isaiah told me about something and Isaiah said if a man cannot provide for his family is worse than an infidel love makes you a virtuous man love makes you a virtuous man now what of that virtuous man or virtuous woman explains further like I said there's a character in a virtuous man there's a character in a virtuous woman and that virtuous man lifestyle we'll be looking at today now he said when I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street, the young men saw me and hid themselves. That is how powerful you are. I proceed. And the aged arose and stood up. 
the princes refrained talking and laid their hand on their mouth mm. job 29 virtuous man i continue reading the nobles held their peace and their tongue cleaved to the roof of their mouth and when the ear heard me and then it blessed me and when the eye saw me it gave the weakness to me Allah. now this is what i'm saying the first thing a virtuous man possesses is the is the quality of leadership what is leadership leadership does not explain our authoritativeness leadership does not explain sovereignty leadership does not explain legitimacy leadership does not explain power leadership does not explain coercion leadership does not explain force what of leadership connotes leadership is service love is service leadership is service love is service a leader serves do we understand a leader always serve okay the position of leadership does not confer social validation on you in fact the standard for you being a leader is what as the world as sin and the only thing the world should see and when I mean the world love culture sees it's your service to humanity ladies and gentlemen the only qualification the first and the best well I say one of the best qualification for the virtuous man every woman should look out for it's service 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 what qualifies you for service one you should have a life Adam had work to do before Eve came in God said you should name of the animals all creatures he made and it was very busy and he had to slip he had to rest zone out and God made somebody out of his ribs and he saw the person and it was to name that person and he said this is the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh now the virtuous man the virtuous man explains that he must have a life he must have a life what is your life about leadership is the best and will be the best quality your life should explain leadership is one of the most important attributes that your life connotes in your service to god your lifestyle should always experience what we call the paradigm shift of service sacrifice as love leadership 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 all right you always need to be a leader the quality of a virtuous man as him being love is to be a leader all right okay now second attribute we saw in that place he was responsible sometimes i speak about responsibility to a lot of people and I, um they're like oh okay so what does responsibility means what does it connote what does it expedite what does it explain now this is my opinion on it all right now responsibility explains that a lot of things have to be in perspective before it becomes responsibility all right before it becomes what responsibility number one stop the blame game stop it stop it stop it stop it once you begin to give excuses once you begin to blame people once you begin to blame circumstances once you begin to blame situation then you are irresponsible don't take it don't believe what i say but i will tell you to stretch the logic of what i say compared to the conversation all right responsibility confers on you to stop blaming situations stop blaming people begin to stop that act all right number two stop giving excuses for your actions stop justifying yourself reasons are different from excuses reasons are different from excuses 
stop giving excuses that's the only word i can use i don't want to say justification but because justification might be a reason so how do you justify yourself prove to me that this is not what it is now that's not what i'm saying i'm saying stop giving excuses excuses are the tools of the incompetent excuses are the tools of the incompetent fools make use of it and the bible said wisdom is too high ah for a fool stop making excuses all right this is what responsibility confers on the virtuous man okay stop making excuses number three begin to think for yourself stop allowing people think for you it doesn't make you responsible stop it stop it really hard stop allowing people think for you all right when people begin to think for you it makes a mess of your life it makes a mess of your head it makes a mess of your brain it makes a mess of a total part of you you have a life you have a thought all right stop making people think for you it doesn't make sense stop stop and begin to think now how do i know people don't think i've rode with a lot of people in my life and um down the line I, I i decided to consider the fact that when something becomes when ignorance becomes subjective as permitted i don't know why this is this but i think this is this okay zero over hundred is better than I don't know. I'll repeat it again. Zero over 100 is better than I don't know. Now, there's a level of failure you will get to that is ignorance. Once you become ignorance, once you become an ignorant, once your thought pattern is ignorance, then I rest my case. Do you understand? Now, this is what I am saying. This is what I am saying. What is your name? My name is Tokpe. How are you? I'm fine. So, so tell me about yourself. I don't know. 